What's up, y'all? Welcome to another Kingdom Building Conversation where we represent Christ through those serving him in the culture and really have conversations about what's going on. Brother, I'm going to bring you today. We can already see his name on the screen. But one thing I'll tell you is that he is extremely intentional when I think about the songs that he's produced. And we're going to talk about some of those recent ones as well as his upcoming uh, CD to be released, released soon. So without further ado, let me just bring him on screen. Welcome, David Vieira to the Kingdom Building Conversations. What's up, brother? What's good, brother? What's good? How you doing, good, man? man? It's good to see happy you, to man. Finally, happy to finally get here, man. I you know what like I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? I've been wait, we've been waiting for this conversation, bro. I so, know, uh, for the longest. Yeah, I think I think, I think think we first talked about it, man, back at uh, the Kingdom Time Awards in 2018. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, we were going to try yeah. doing live there, and then we didn't get a chance to do it. And, of course, 19 didn't happen physically, so... Right. Um, Looking forward to the celebration this year, though. I know, I know. Definitely. You know, definitely, it's going to be nice. Definitely, this year's definitely. That, that, that pin-up family reunion type thing, you know what I mean? Right, so, right, right, right. We can't yeah, wait man. for that one. This one's going to be awesome. I know it, man. So I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to this, man. So one of the things I like to do, just to lighten up the mood, man, before we get into the deep conversations, man, is this thing called a lightning round. I'm going to hit you with, like, 15 questions in two minutes, bro. Don't overthink them. <laughs> You yeah, can I'm do saying? 15 in two minutes, man. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Don't overthink them. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 <laughs> yeah, I'm saying there's no right or wrong answers, bro. You know what I mean? Wow, so, uh, wow, yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. Your wife's going to love this. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It seems like you better do well, man. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> the clock. All right, you ready? Ready. All right. What's one thing that annoys you the most? Um, Opportunist. Opportunist. That's interesting. All right. What is the worst place you think you could get stuck? The worst place I could get stuck, uh man, at an opera. At an opera. Mm. Who's one of your favorite CHH artists? Ooh, um, Big Phil. Big that's my man. That's my man. <laughs> um, what book have you read recently that you would refer, that you would recommend? Every man's battle. Mm. That's a good one, man. That's a classic. <laughs> yeah, that saved my life. Yeah, so apropos <laughs> in these times, man. We'll come back to that. Um, yeah. what's, one thing you, what's one thing you're most afraid of? Oh, it's pleasing God. Mm, good, good, good. Um, what is the most interesting thing you you have right now in your wallet, you think? Oh, man. Interesting thing? Hmm. Ah, man, I don't really have too much in my wallet, so I would probably just say uh, my um, credit card. Credit cards. Okay. Okay. If you had five minutes to talk to the president of the United States, what would you talk to him about? Jesus. Mm. Just like that. Jesus. <laughs> <I love that. laughs> oh. If you were now conversely, if you were running for office, what would your campaign slogan be? Oh man. Um, I would honestly say, um, courage is not the lack of fear, but the ability to move forward in spite of it. Mm, mm, that's good. That's good. If you were a superhero, man, what do you think your superpowers would be? Uh, discernment. Mm. Bro, you sure I didn't like you didn't grab my questions in advance or something, man? Bro, you, you, you too smooth. Bro, I thought I was going to do horrible. At this, you're too bro. smooth, I'm man. You. You're too smooth. Um, if you could add a person to Mount Rushmore, who would it be and why? Oh, that's a hard one, man. Oh, Fine. man. Ugh. If I was to add a person there, um, Oof. I would probably say David. Mm. And the reason why I would say David is because, you know, I 
you know, I admire him, man, because this was a man that, you know, he loved God and and he wasn't a person that was sinless, but he he never did the same sin twice. Mm. You know what I mean? So mm. he was very repentive and he knew when he was wrong and he knew when he was right. And he was yeah. a warrior when he was right. And he was humble when he was wrong, even that's when people good. were stoning. him. That's good. That repentive piece, man. That's good. Where would yeah. you want to retire, man? And your wife, but, you know, you might want to think about this one. It's <laughs> funny. How do you know that? Like, have you been having conversations with my wife? Because I want to, I, I would rather retire in New York. She wants to be in Florida. Is that right? And, okay. we, and we've been recently talking about this. She's like, when are we leaving New York? And I'm like, never. <laughs> I know nothing, bro. I know nothing. I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> so she would love this part. She was like, yeah. please get him to leave New York. Oh, I'm not promising anything. I'm just asking questions. You know what I mean? Just be clear. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> I'll make sure she don't see this part, but yeah. Right? Edit this out. Um, all right. iPhone or Android? iPhone all the time. The GOAT, Jordan or LeBron? Oh, Jordan, man. I hated Jordan so much because I'm a Knicks fan. Okay. I, I understand that. That I understand. All right. Last <laughs> I mean? question. Last question. I want to see where you land. This is important, bro. Favorite Kung Fu movie. Oh man, I'm not too big on that. What? I'm not too big on okay. the Kung Fu, but I'll okay. tell you what, man, I am a martial artist. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And, and and yeah, I am. I do I kickboxing, that. you know what I mean? I do Muay Thai. Yeah. You know what I mean? Up. And I've been doing that for some years. But yeah. I would say that, you know, I'm a big Bruce Lee fan. Mm-hmm. That's what's and up. And I'm a bigger, bigger Bruce Lee fan than more than a Jet Lee fan. You know what I mean? I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. Yeah. And somebody put me up on, on It Man too, um, which I've come and enjoy that series, man. At least at least a couple of them. So Okay, yeah. okay, okay. So I'm every. so I'm more like into the actual fighting instead of the movies. You know what I yeah. mean? Like yeah. that's my thing. Yeah, you're more smart. So. I'll be more I'll be more into the UFC, you know what I mean? I got situation you. than it would be than the movies. I got you. That's what's up, man. All right, cool. You made it, brother. You made it through the lightning round. That's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> I made it out. I made it that's out. <laughs> so let me ask you this, man. Um, I thought you changed your name from Gage to David Vieira. Do you still use Gage or did you fully change it? I changed it. Um, the only thing is that, you know, when you're a person that has been known for this name for so many years, yes. you know, I kind of give grace to a lot of people who continue to keep keep using it, you know, right. and I know people a lot, a lot of times check themselves and they would say, hey, what's up, Gage? I mean, David, you know what I mean? Yes. And I understand yes. because, you know, yes. you've been used to calling me that for so long. But yeah. um, when that, when I'm pretty sure you were at the Kingdom Choice Awards and I made it clear that day, Gage is dead. Yeah. And David Vera has been rebuilt. So um, it's really an actual action that it, that occurred because Gage mm. had to die. And mm. that segues into like what we're talking about with death to this part because Gage yeah. had to Let's talk. And, and, and the thing about <laughs> Gage, you know, I, well, the first time I think I've seen your material, I saw it under Gage, right? And that could have been because I saw some of the secular stuff before you got saved first. Wow. I'm not sure. Yeah. But I know you, I know, listen, I know you had your moment in the secular spotlight. I know you were, man, really supported by Hot 97 in New York, and and you were on uh, a rocket ship that you could have rode on, and you know what I mean? And, and and instead, once you, you know, you 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 met the Lord and really confessed to the Lord and, and submitted to the Lord, you changed the name. But why don't you tell that story, man, and what brought that, what brought that to be? Well, you know, 
as, as far as I'm concerned with my situation, when it comes down to meeting Jesus, you know, the most important thing that changed in my life is for me to understand that a lot of the things that Jesus told us not to do mm. wasn't for my, for his benefit. It was for mine. You know, right. so when I've come to understand, you know, sometimes us as human beings, we're more selfish than we think, you know, and if it's about us, then we will look at things differently. And I've come to yeah. understand that a lot of times when I'm sitting here saying, OK, well, I'm going to do this for Jesus. And I come to realize that, no, you're not. You're not doing it for Jesus. You're doing it for you. Because, if yeah. you know, yeah. and I've come to understand, I said that in one of my records, if you're going to Florida and you're going west, you'll never get there. Mm. You get what I mean? So mm -hmm. Jesus mm -hmm. showed me a direction. So I'm yeah. not here to offer people religion. I'm here to offer you direction. And I'm yeah. saying that the direction is what changed me. So with that being said, I was, you know, promiscuous when I was young. Growing up, I never connected my promiscuous life with what my future would be. So a lot of times people don't connect their past issues to come to still resurface itself in their future. So yeah. a lot of times I was trying to say, okay, I was a big person who was addicted to porn since I was probably like, what, 10 years old. And it was really rough. So me going through that whole progress of me having the porn addiction and me getting into a relationship, which I wasn't really continually be faithful to because mm -hmm. of the issue, what happened was that relationship broke off and I was really hurt. And then I met my my um, ex-wife during that time. So I was already broken. I was really mm -hmm. beat up still. And I thought to myself, okay, well, I know Christ now and I can get into this marriage and I'll stop porn because marriage stops it. But right. if you ever mm -hmm. look at the book mm -hmm. that I that I recommended, Every mm -hmm. Man's Battle, marriage don't stop porn. Marriage right. doesn't stop ad addictions. So what happened was in that marriage, I brought that issue with me and mm. it, it destroyed the marriage because them you know uh, 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 intimacy and porn can't live in the same place that's right you know what I mean so I've come to understand that so what happened was it destroyed my marriage it threw me straight on my face I was broken I was hurt I was into emotional affairs I wasn't having physical affairs with my, my ex-wife but I was having emotional affairs and I was out there texting other women and having conversations that I really wasn't supposed to and then when I can't finally hit rock bottom and she left me and I was so destroyed. I was feeling, you know, empty. I was feeling embarrassed. I was feeling, you know, guilty because the fact that I did things against the word of God. And I did everything that was just going to mess my life up. And the best thing that happened in that time was for me to really understand that Jesus didn't mess up my life. David right, right. gauged it. Gauged yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, gauged it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Gauged yeah. it. So mm. when I started to really get to understand the fight that I'm fighting against, see, that's the most important thing when it comes down to addictions is you can't beat it if you don't understand it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I started to really understand what porn was. Porn is something that it teaches you multiples. You get what I mean? And us being men, we're visually stimulated, just like that book says. And yeah. it taught me to understand that if you're visually stimulated and it's teaching you multiples, one person will never, ever be able to, 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 to satisfy me when I already focused on so many multiples. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's why I said in depth to this part, you know, um, variety never satisfies. It only fuels mm -hmm. the desire. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, it started yeah. to fuel the desire more and more. And I started to want more and more until finally I hit rock bottom and I was able to really distinguish what the issue was. And then I went cold turkey. And then God said mm -hmm. to me, in order for you to ever be faithful to one, you got to be content with none. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I had to go mm -hmm. back to zero, mm -hmm. going back to zero, which in turn gave me the ability. And I was 
I was single for two years. I waited till the marriage was done. I was waited till the divorce papers were signed and everything went through. All the paperwork went through. I was able to go to therapy. I was able to, you know, get into a close relationship with Christ where I was getting up 5 a.m. even up to this day and reading my Bible and getting a close, intimate relationship with God. And then God re- we started and Gage yeah. died and David Vera was was rebuilt. Bro, bro, that is such an awesome testimony, man. What 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 was the time what was the time frame of, of Gage dying and David Vieira being rebuilt, roughly? I would say roughly two years. Two and years. I like to I like to be very clear with that because you know it may take longer for some. I will always say longer for some. I will never say shorter because time is your mm-hmm. best asset. It's not your enemy. And a lot of people are very angry with time because they want things right now, 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 now. But yeah. you have to understand that I went through at least 30 years of porn and, and, and mm. visual issues. And yeah. I needed time to detox. Yeah. And what was so, the, what, what around when was this happening? Roughly. This, this was happening again. It was it was around the time that I I just finished dropping my second album. I was on top of my 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 my, my music Christian rap career. Mm, I went mm. from you know doing the 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 you know the, the low shows to the higher shows. I'm getting flown out. I'm winning awards. I'm feeling like I'm on top of the game. And then right. and at that particular time, people were calling me for shows, and I was struggling with a lot of addictions and issues of my own. And I would go to different events and people would say, whisper to me, yo, pray for me, Dave. And I'm like, okay, why? What happened? And they're like, I'm, I'm struggling with porn. And I'm like, so am I. And I'm thinking in the back of my head, how am I supposed to be helping you when I'm dealing with the same issue? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, when God really says that the truth shall set you free, when I was able to be able to really look at the issue and and tell the truth yeah. and come out with death to this part, it, you would have no idea the amount of people that have called me behind the scenes and telling me they're still battling with that issue. And I was able to explain to them the ways of beating it and understanding it. And I was also, God restored me with a beautiful wife. And this is a God-fearing woman. And we both waited until marriage before we was, you know, before we yeah. consummated the marriage. So we did things differently, man. And um, mm, mm, and mm, I came, mm. and I really got to understand what true intimacy means, man. And yes. intimacy means to see into me. Mm, mm, intimacy, mm. she sees into me. So the point is, there's no secrets. You know, my wife sees totally into me. You know, I don't have any girlfriends on the side that I'm talking to or friends like that. Everything, I, I took all of that out of my phone and I was able to be able to just deal with one. And that yeah. said into one while we did that record one because yeah. one is the most satisfying number. Oh, we're going to come to that, bro. But bro <laughs> ah, you said so many things, man, in which you just unpacked. First of all, the fire that comes out of you, man, when you're sharing your testimony, bro. I mean, you could just feel it. And it's the same feeling, bro. I'm going to tell you something. Just to, This is not to take anything away from anybody that night because it was just a beautiful. It was like, like I said, like a, it was like a beautiful family gathering. Big shout out to Marcus Hall, man, for what he does for Kingdom Chase. It's a wonderful production. Um, I was, you know, before before we got going, right, I interviewed uh, Bridgewater backstage and AI Anomaly and Brinson. And I mean, just had a chance to big fill and catch up with people I haven't seen in a minute. And uh, so we start the event, man, and the event is flowing. I mean, you, you were there, right? And I mean, it was all good. Um, and there were many special moments. Uncle Reese and everybody doing their thing. Yeah, okay. Bro, listen, when you did Death Did Us Part, that that was like a showstopper moment, man. You could, 
we were all rocking with you. And I'm going to speak for myself. And, and to my left and right, what I picked up, man, we were rocking with you, but you couldn't help but feel the conviction in that song, man. The the transparency of the lyrics, the, um, the narrative. The narrative was just on point, man. It was so well written, and you could visualize what you were talking about, and you didn't run around back and forth across stage, bro. You probably stayed in a three-foot box as you were spilling it, man, like a poet. And you were hitting it, bro. And I'm telling you, I I would say, man, to a person, people felt what you were expressing, man, um, artistically. But the substance of the narrative and the content, bro, phew, just like you just delivered your testimony, God. it's substantive, man. Substantive. So, I mean, I'll, uh-huh. go ahead. Sorry. Right, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, so, you know, when you when you released it at that point, I mean, you had um, come through a good part of the journey, but it makes me go back to something you said early on, right before you shared your testimony of this piece, when you, when you said, sometimes we say we're doing something for Jesus, but not really, we're doing it for ourselves, man. Unpack that a little more, man, in terms of, you know, how how do you think about that? Motives, purpose, how how do you, when you're counseling younger brothers, you know what I mean? Which I can tell you do. How do you talk about that very, that very matter? That's a very important matter because, you know, a lot of times religion has really hurt a lot of people when they were coming to Jesus yeah. because the fact that they were looking at it like they were doing things for him and not realizing that he came for us. He came, he died, he put himself on, on the line for us so we could understand how to live. So yeah. he wasn't here telling us things to do just so he could be king. He's yeah. already king. There's nothing that we can do about that. He's right. king. You know what I mean? And there's a part in the Bible that I like because there's a part where they said, and the people came and met him in the, in the in the hills to try to take him by force to make him their king. And he ran and he went on to the other side of the mountain to pray. Because right. you can't come to Jesus to make him your king because he's just like with Mary, right? One thing about Mary is that Mary knows that she gave birth to Jesus. Right, right. We can only assume. <laughs> she was there. Yeah. You get what I mean? So it's like she knows that 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 she wasn't with her husband and she was a virgin and she gave birth. No one could know that testimony about Mary, but Mary as much yeah. as she was there. So my thing is when it comes down to my life, I've come to understand that I've seen people say, well, look, I'm not going to go with this Christian stuff. I'll continue to smoke weed. Continue. If you continue, then it's only going to hurt you. Yeah. You get what I mean? And when Absolutely. I see people doing things that's against the word of God, at the end of the day, the person that suffers the most for it is you. So us as Christians, a lot of time we like to use the word grace, but you got to understand that grace is one thing, but there is also thing, another thing that's called consequence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there is consequences to your issue. So let's say, for instance, God forbid any one of your children commit a crime, they're going to go to jail. You'll still love them on the way to jail. Sure, sure. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Sure. But they're going to commit to jail. that. Absolutely. They're going to jail. So yeah. that's that's grace with Jesus. Jesus is going to love you regardless of what you do, but there will be consequences to your wrong actions. Yeah. And when I've come to understand that, that's what changed my perspective of it. Mm. So now mm. when I go to people, I'm saying, okay, tell me where you want to go. And they right. say, well, I want to have life. I want to have three kids. All right, so let me ask you something. Are you addicted to porn? Well, I am, but then that's not going to help you to have that beautiful relationship with your wife. Yeah, 
So I had to learn those things. I had to learn that men are visually stimulated, women are verbally stimulated. You notice what they say back in the day, if a Mm. guy got the gift of gab, he got the woman, right? Right. Because women are verbally stimulated, men are visually. So I had to learn to understand that Mm. us men, we can talk to a woman all day and we can say, hey, let's talk and what's good. But to women, that's intimacy. Just like if you got a homeboy and he comes over and your wife is there, she's not going to walk around half naked because exactly. we are visually stimulated. So if she walks around half naked in front of your friend, that's the same way as you having intimate conversations with a woman. Mm. Mm. Teach. Yeah, bro. You know what I'm saying? So Absolutely. It's equivalent. So yeah. When, yeah. I, when I talk to you, I'm not trying to just give you religion. I'm trying yeah. to give you practical information that is makes sense and gets you yes. to understand that if you're trying to get to Florida and you're going west, you'll never, <laughs> you'll get, never there. get there. <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. I love it. You know, um, talk about, you know, it's such a good transitional point, man, that the song, the one, so you Marcus Aaron and Lee majors, right. Yeah. Um, and, um, it's a beautiful song, man, but Talk about the genesis of that song and what you hope it accomplishes, man. Well, that's exactly what the, 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 the genesis of that, that song is just such a powerful song as far as letting people to understand that the most powerful number, the most satisfying number is one. Because mm-hmm. what happens is, and the, the line that I said in it, I said, because the unfaithful number two keeps you wondering all your life. So I said, I'd rather have one, one God, one wife, because the unfaithful yeah. number two keeps you wondering all your life keeps you wondering (laughs) all your life. So it has many different meanings to it. So we're trying to get you to understand that, you know, when I said, um, think about your first blunt, you know, I speak straight for the street. It took one to get you high. Now you smoke all day to get back to that high. Know why? Because three is clocking four, five wish it was 20. A million's looking back on two, wondering why it took so many. And none of them's ever satisfied. And yet they still got plenty. So the point we're trying to get you to understand is that the most fulfilling number is one. So what God mm. showed me earlier was he said, you got to be f- be content with none mm-hmm. to be faithful to one. Yeah, yeah. So what he did was he took away all the issues and all the porn and all the messed up things that I was dealing with. And then mm. I was able to be content with none. And then he brought me my wife. And now I'm content with one. Yeah. That's beautiful, man. You know, one of the things, too, I, I, I've enjoyed about your ministry, man, is um, and a part of the whole thing is I, I call you cast the New York Collective. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I just call you all the New York Collective, man. You, Marcus, Redeemed, Richard Dolphin. I mean, it's such a it's such a family up there, man. Um, talk to me about even what you have on right now, man, the GFG hats, man, and, and yeah. what that represents, man. Give people a little uh, a little promo on GFG, man. Yeah, well, we, we had a good fight coalition, man. And what it is, is a bunch of our brothers and sisters in Christ that came together, man, of, you know, to bring awareness to, um, um, you know, a lot of racial tension and racial issues that's going on in this world. But we're going about it from a biblical perspective. So mm-hmm. what we're doing is we're looking at the situation for what it is because the church needs to get involved because we are very powerful. Our words mean a lot. Our words can move mountains and we have Jesus and God behind us. So if any Anybody needs to get involved in the issues that's going on in this world is us. Right. So as uh, so a bunch of us came together, Richard Dolphin, Redeem, Marcus Hall, you know, um, um, Malachi, the truth. And a lot of us who've come together, you know, and spoke on 
these particular issues. And because we are ministers of rap, we use that as a platform so we can be able to bring awareness to a lot of the injustices that's been going on in this country, in this world. I mean, we do deal with that a lot. I mean, you know, there is black on black crime as well, but yet still there's a lot of racism and there's a lot of, you know, problems that's going on as far as police brutality and all that stuff. So we're here to just sit there and say, listen, we're not here to fight you. We're here to show you that Jesus loves you and we're going to still give you the gospel, but yet still we're going to deal with things in a practical way. I mean, Jesus wasn't soft. He's not going to sit there and watch you do something wrong and not have something to say about it. Yeah, so that's that's that's, that's where we at. Yeah, I love that, man. I've seen some of the um, at least one or two of the videos. Another one, Richard Dolphin introducing it, and I think another one, Redeem talking about it a little bit. Let me ask you this, man. When you you know what you just said was, I mean, that was a lot in terms of one. I love the fact that yeah. you guys came together, um, representing um, you know everything you do on the microphone that people see you guys doing and produced a lot of videos and whatnot over the the the, the years, but um, coming together in the same way in this time, you dig what I mean, for this, for this particular matter, as a black Christian man right now in New York City, of all places, man, when, when young cats come to you and say, you know, man, they just want to express their anger, frustration, all of which, quite frankly, you can totally get and understand, what counsel do you give them? Well, first of all, what we just try to make sure them to understand is that, first of all, that they're not alone. You know, Mm -hmm. because a lot of times people feel that, you know, they're the only person that's dealing with this particular problem. So we want to let them know that they're not alone. Secondly, we want to let them know that all cops are not bad. You know, all white people are not bad. (laughs) You know what I mean? You know, racism is a sickness. It's not it's not a it's not a human being. It's a it's an action. You get what I mean? So we need them to get to at least understand because, you know, again, I'm very big on just understanding because one thing, you know, if you notice the word of God says is my people perish for lack of knowledge. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And if you notice, he said my people, my people, he he didn't say the devil's people. So that means us. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) So that means people like us are dying because we just don't know better. Absolutely. And so what I try to do is to educate them on the sickness of racism. So let them understand that, look, we're not here to just beat up on every white person that we see. We're trying to attack the issue itself. And we all know where that issue came from. And it stems from a spiritual warfare that we all fight every day as well. So again, I try to be as practical as I am. I try to be as sympathetic as I can be because we do know that they are dealing with things. And then I try to be as realistic as I can be as far as explaining to them that this is not something that we should just go out and do the same because that's what the devil wants. He just wants us to get angry and just fight. And if you get angry and fight, then you got two wars. You know, love is the thing that conquers hate, not fighting, not, not, not hate. Yeah, that's good, man. That's good. I love I love the Good Fight Coalition, the whole idea behind it, man. Again, you brothers um, stand together in solidarity. When is the new project coming out, man? Wow, yeah, it's funny. I was with Marcus Hall last night, man, just going over the new album. The album is called Rebuilt. You know what I mean? And if you saw in the beginning of the Kingdom Choice Awards where we had that little segment where I was explaining what happened to David as quick as I can, and then it went down to him being rebuilt, David Vera Mm -hmm. is being rebuilt. But it's something I didn't want to really go too far back into the question because you did ask about the Kingdom Choice Awards. Um, I wanted to just be very clear that 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 night wasn't a performance. Right. And that's why it was different. 
You get yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I've performed at the Kingdom Choice Awards many nights. And when I performed, it was never that kind of an impact because mm. I did come to perform. That yeah, night yeah. was not a performance. That night was an actual coming out party for me mm. to say, hey, guys, I'm here to tell you the truth. Now, Marcus Hall actually is one of my brothers that was there with me throughout the two years that we spoke mm. about that mm -hmm. called me on the times when I was ready to hang myself. And the mm. times when I was ready to throw, throw it all away, Marcus Hall was one of those dudes on the phone telling me, hey, get gates, don't worry about it. My sister happened to buy tickets that day just for that performance. So she happened to run in as I was about to hit the stage. And she was one who was staying on the phone with me for hours, making mm. sure that I didn't want to mm. hurt myself. You know mm. what I mean? So Marcus Hall told me that he came out of the booth when I was ministering that record and he had tears in his eyes because yeah. that was not a performance. That was a moment for me to let people know that Jesus is real. Mm. I'm messed up. And I'm just trying to let you guys know that he is a redeemer. He is a restorer. And he can rehabilitate you. And he can give you deliverance. And mm. that was my message that night. So that's why it came across different. If there's anything that I needed to make sure it was clear. Yo, that that um that's so well said, man. Um, hey, do do me a favor. Just, you don't have to rhyme it, man. Just say the words of the chorus because I remember something like you know, I lie, she lie. Yeah. Like, hit, hit me. Just just hit those I words. I said, "Death." I said, "Death did his part. We died." With everything in me, I tried to win her back. I lied, she lied. Pain to make you give up the pride. Mm. Bro, um, it's so apropos right now. Last last Sunday, man, in church. A pastor put up some slides um, and said, uh, you know, right since the pandemic, one year in, I think um, divorces are up 20 percent, if I remember correctly. Right. That's that's my thought is more than that. But yeah, I, it, it may be more than that. Yeah, I'm trying yeah. I'm trying to move off the top of my head. So I don't want to overstate right. it. You're right. It right. may be more than that. But, I, but here's also a number that just, um, man, just crushed me. Um, suicides up 16 percent. Same, man. 16%, bro. I mean, can you think? I mean, just, bro. Um, and so, um, you know, one of the things I just want to hit on that was well, something that you said that just triggered this thought for me, man, is that um, people like David here and myself and whomever you know, um, as you're going through things, never, never think that you're alone, people. Enough. Never think that you're alone. If you have somebody that you know will pray with you, pray for you, make that phone call. You know what I'm saying? Depression is real. Um, and one of the things that um, the enemy loves us to do is be isolated in our shame. You know what I'm saying? Um, and sometimes shame turns into pride. And instead of making a phone call, you just take it all on yourself, right? And either one, give yourself more permission sometimes to just keep going. Like, ah, there's no recovery from that, which is right. a lie, right? It's a lie. That's <laughs> right? a lie. Or go the other route and, 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 and potentially take your life. So, um, I'm just saying this for real, for real. Um, make make a call. Call somebody that you love. Um, as a matter of fact, I'll put the hotline in the notes here. My man, Ben Lippins, Ben Lippins, who's been a part of Holy Culture for a minute, is real advocate for the suicide hotlines and places that you can call and get some help and some conversation. So. Definitely, man. I mean, suicide is a, is a, is a lifelong um, <clears throat> answer to a short problem. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, you could actually deal with the problem and fix the problem, you know? So we definitely don't want somebody to take your life. I mean, Slave and I have a record together, Ninth Inning Call, um, I Give Up. 
that mm-hmm. we did a video for that um we discussed that you know what i mean yeah. about suicide yeah. and um, and the bottom line here is you know jesus can change it around like there's a record on my new album rebuilt that's called in between mm. and i'll be honest with you you know i have to do that record because that record is where i was like when you're in between is the hardest place to be when you're at the place where you know god is getting you out and you're just in the dead middle everything seems dark around you and you feel like you're not really getting there you're never going to get there when is it going to end that's the hardest place to be but i tell you during that time in my life, I had Kirk Franklin. I had, you know, I had Casting Crowns. I had different people who make records that speak to that situation. Mm-hmm. And I made it a vow to myself to say, listen, when my album drops, I will speak to that situation. Because again, this is not entertainment for me anymore. Yeah. This is real life, man. Yeah. And and I went through it. So I'm telling you, if you're going through it right now, you know, suicide is not the answer. God turned it around for me, man. And he gave me, he gave me so much more than I ever expected. And I didn't deserve it. So yeah. I'm telling you, he can do it for you. Yeah, that's good, man. That's good. Well, listen, on that note, man, I just want to say thank you for joining me for Kingdom Building Conversation, brother. This is long overdue. Man, uh, you know it. Long overdue. I can't wait to hear Rebuild. And I'm sorry, when when did you say it's coming again? Uh, we dropping it. I'm going to say before the year is out. I'm okay. pushing me. I'm pushing for, you know, June, July. You know, All Marcus right. is like, hey, don't be here. But I'm making sure, you know, it's <laughs> yeah. executive, executive produced by Christopher Thompson. You know what I mean? He's definitely no joke. I mean, we got a lot of good features. I got Big Phil on the album. And uh, nice. I love him. Yes. So Big Phil's on the album. We got, yeah. you know, Marcus Hall. I mean, Marcus Aaron. We got Lee Majors. We got a lot of good features on the album. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I'm just really happy for it. You know, I can't wait for it to, 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 to manifest for you guys to just see my heart. My That's soul. And I really appreciate you, bro. Like, like I said, man, you asked me what's my pet peeve, and I said opportunists. And the reason why I say that is because not everybody is in your corner for the right mm. reasons. And not mm. everybody reaches out to you for the right reasons. And one thing I could always say about you, you know, you spoke about me, but let me just say about you. I've saw your heart, man, and you've always answered calls, you always return emails, and you don't have to. You know what I mean? But yeah. I've seen it in your heart that you're a person that's about relationships. And one thing I would make sure that people understand is your most valuable asset is relationship. Mm, mm. Not items. Because mm. God forbid you're about to die. They're not gonna be you're not gonna be asking for them to bring your car to the to the hospital. Right. are your most valuable asset so I want to say that I love you bro and I really respect what you're doing and I appreciate you and I appreciate the fact that you give guys like me time of day for we could be able to come on your platform and let people know that you know that we exist man no doubt brother no I love you too man and I appreciate that that means a lot man for real that means a lot for thank real. you thank you well y'all heard it from my man David Vieira and uh, get rebuilt if you haven't seen the one video yet, I'm gonna put the links in the uh, in the end of this joint. Make sure you check that out and continue to support him, support GFG, and stay tuned, y'all. Appreciate y'all. God bless. God bless. <laughs>